and welcome to From Where We Are, stories of news and culture through the lens of USC and Southern California. I'm Hannah Boal-Hodge, coming to you live from Studio B in USC's Annenberg Media Center. And I'm Jeremy Cole. It's Wednesday, March 1st, and on today's show, Google's new AI feature detects music sampling in less than one second. Undergraduate student government results are out, and an update on Rupert Murdoch's scandal. Stick around because there's all that and more on From From Where Where We Are. But first, we have Issa joining us again in the studio. How's your Wednesday going, Issa? It's going, you know. Yeah, we're we're kind of at that point. Yeah. We just can't believe it's yeah, March. It's that point. Yeah, I can't believe it's March, honestly. Um, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, but if if you're feeling sick today, the the CDC and uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says a certain stomach bug may pose a serious threat. It's called shigalosis, and it's spread both in the U.S. and abroad. So how do you get it? The CDC says through contaminated well water or exposure to fecal matter through sexual contact with someone who's infected. If you get it, the CDC says stay home if you work in the service industry. They also say to avoid preparing food for others, wash your hands frequently, and abstain from sexual contact. Well, stay safe, everybody. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. be careful out there. (laughs) Protect yourself. Um... Vanessa Bryant, wife of Lakers legend Kobe Bryant, wins her lawsuit against Los Angeles County after a long three years for the Bryant family. L.A. County will have to hand over nearly $30 million to the family. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, The lawsuit was filed after deputies shared graphic photos of the helicopter crash scene that killed her husband and then 13-year-old daughter Gianna and seven others in 2020. And in a statement released today by her attorney, he said that Bryant fought for her husband, her daughter, and all those in the community whose deceased family were treated with similar disrespect. We hope her victory at trial and this settlement will put an end to this practice. Good for her. Yeah. It's a and tough battle. It's but been a, I didn't a long realize time. Yeah, it's been that three long. Years, yeah. like, three years. Three years. I cannot, yeah. Um, now in weather has been a topic <laughs> here in Southern California. You know, will it rain? Will it shine? Will it hail or snow? Uh, those are the questions on everyone's minds right now. Well, Trojans, I'm here to tell you, get ready for the third wave of storms. No. It won't be as bad, though. High winds and a winter storm warning are in, in effect only until 10 p.m. tonight. And tomorrow, sunny skies are on the menu. Oh, Thank yay. God. You got me scared there I for a second. I was pelted by hail last week, so I'm ready for the sun to come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at USC today, uh, students are now welcoming their new USG president and vice president for the 2023-2024 academic year, Divya Jakathar and Michelle Yu. Additionally, 12 out of the 16 candidates um, that were running were elected for USG president. But that's all the latest in the news for headlines. Thanks, Cisa. Thank you, thank Always you. good having you in. Always a pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Undergraduate student government election results came to a close for the president and vice president. The new cabinet has plans to streamline many aspects of USC. Sky Lee has the story. 
Divya Jakadar and Michelle Liu won the USC undergraduate student government presidential election. This year's election was particularly competitive as there's a record five presidential candidates with their vice president counterparts that ran in the presidential race. The election results reveal that Jagadar and Liu won with 38% of the vote. While their roles do not officially begin yet, Jagadar and Liu are already taking small steps to help improve USC. We spoke with these ladies regarding their plans for the upcoming months. Um, in the short term, we're going to see how we can start to implement like structural changes within the organization um, because those those are internal. Um, but then once we actually begin the role starting in around April, the actual date hasn't been set yet. Um, that's when we get to push out those those short term projects like the housing directory or the medical supply vending machines, which not necessarily a short term project, but something that can be released around then. Michelle Liu further explains the timeline of their project and how it has been in the works for a few years now. A lot of the projects that we had put on our platform, we were working on for a couple of years now or currently working on um, medical supply vending machines, for example. Um, we're expecting to roll that out in the next two to three months. Um, the housing directory, we want to roll that out as soon as possible. As Jakadar explains, taking the steps now to improve the structure will provide a strong foundation to make bigger changes. Part of the structural changes that we're looking at right now are also those kinds of uh, culture things within our organization in terms of seeing how we can also implement those um, behavioral issue strikes, things like that so that we have a good environment to begin with to get those projects done ultimately. Overall, these ladies are hopeful that students will be happy with the changes that they plan on implementing. The, the things that we want to do and the reason that we created this platform is because a lot of these projects will make students' lives easier. But some of these projects could actually change the quality of life for, for our different students on campus. And that's why we believe that it's so important. And we're, we're really grateful that um, students seem to agree. For Annenberg Media, I'm Sky Lee. Is your smartphone a better crate digger than hip-hop producers Dr. Dre and Metro Boomin? Google's AI digital assistant was recently discovered to have the ability to detect samples in music less than a second long. The technology, however, has much concern for smaller artists. Haley Clofus has the details. Back there. Do you ever hear a song and you know the sample immediately? It's a good feeling, isn't it? Now what if I told you Google gets that same feeling in under a second? Google Assistant, similar to Apple's Siri, is an always accessible assistant ready to answer all your questions and fulfill your needs. This software recently has gotten new updates, which now allows Google Assistant to also be able to recognize music samples. Producers have been able to flip, cut, and change samples so much in the past that the original audio was unrecognizable. Now though, your Google Assistant can uncover samples that are even less than a second long. This technology could become a problem for smaller artists or producers who use samples, making what was once unrecognizable now quickly revealed by the AI. This brings in the issue of royalties and owner's rights when artists want to use material from already existing music. Student film major and rising musician Autumn Bryant shared her thoughts on the matter and talked about how this could impact artists in the future. So I think that like so much of the magic of using samples was the fact that a lot of times listeners couldn't recognize that it was a sample or what the song was from. 
producers would just like cut or stretch or like tone down different um, songs to sample them. And a lot of times it would just go unnoticed. Brian claims that the science of sample digging is an intimate process and is not something that can be easily accredited to via AI. I feel like a lot of times, even now in 2023, let's say somebody made a song and it was a sample. I feel like the internet would just go crazy to say, oh, this isn't even original. This isn't even your song. Versus just listening to the sample itself, taking it in, appreciating it, and then potentially figuring out that it was something that was manipulated. Brian also expressed an interest for the future of music as well. I think it just definitely changes the fun for the artists. I don't think it's going to make people appreciate the music less. Hopefully not, but I do think it'll definitely change that kind of experience for the musician. This AI is fresh on the block and already shaking the music industry. Music is constantly evolving, and with this new technology, we should be expecting even more changes to come in the near future. With Annenberg Media, I'm Haley Clofus. Okay, DJ bringing it back flawlessly. The long-awaited deposition testimony from media mogul Rupert Murdoch was finally released. The deposition confirmed that Murdoch knew that several hosts for his networks promoted the false narrative that the 2020 election was stolen from former President Donald Trump. And the, de- the deposition also showed that he could have stopped them, but he didn't. Reporter Narayan Pareda has the story. Earlier this week, Fox News co-founder and CEO Rupert Murdoch said in a deposition that the 2020 presidential election was not stolen. Even though it was reported that media mogul knew the hosts of his Fox News channel were endorsing lies from then-President Trump about election fraud, and he did nothing to stop it. The news comes a couple years after a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News from Dominion Voting System. The public will be watching the verdict on this lawsuit Michael Overing is a journalism and communications professor at the University of Southern California. He says that there is uncertainty whether Dominion can actually win this lawsuit. I would be very surprised if Dominion wins at summary judgment. Doesn't mean that there won't be a trial, doesn't mean there won't be a settlement, but the bottom line is, at least at this point, looks to me like Fox really, even if they did not believe Donald Trump, Not believing him is not the same thing as acting with a conscious disregard for the truth. They just reported what Donald said. Donald is newsworthy. Like Fox News, many news organizations have an agenda that they want to follow. That is why Overing believes there is not much of a problem when it comes to reporting on news. That's news. And that's always been news. If you're CNN, you're going to point to this and say, look, it's, it's all, Fox is all about making a buck. Fox is all about getting the president to come on their show. Fox is all about being able to sell to advertisers. But there's nothing wrong with getting ratings. There's nothing wrong with making money with advertisements. There is nothing wrong so long as you're reporting on a newsworthy event. Fox News denies their executives knowingly perpetrated lies about the election. A trial set for April 17th after the court denied Fox's request to dismiss the case. For Annenberg Media, I'm Narayan Preda. So, Jeremy, you know, it's been quite calm earlier this afternoon. We did run into some technical difficulties, which kind of threw us into a little bit of chaos back here. But 
You know what else has been kind of chaotic was the weather. I know Issa brought it up. How have you been handling as, you know, a native Californian? How are you doing? Like, are you okay? I'm, I'm managing, I would say. What I am doing is staying inside. That at least was my plan this weekend. It was yeah. so rainy. It was so cold. I definitely wouldn't want to be out on the roads. Oh, yeah. Funny you mentioned that because, see, I was on the roads. And uh, funny story, I got pelted by hail last week, which I don't know about you, but not fun. Probably didn't feel too great either. No, and the thing was I had... I had, like, there was a pocket of clear skies, and I had gotten out of class, and I was, you know, me also being from California, like, I could I could bike home quickly and get there, okay? And, Were you on your bike, oh, too? I, no, I was on wow. the bike. No umbrella, you know, just pedaling Raving away. Raving the weather. And as soon as I exited campus, you know, where there is no building for me to shelter in, it just started coming down socked in the face with the ice cube. The weather was waiting for you, basically, to Honestly, get on your bike. Yeah. Honestly, Personal and attack, for sure. Issa was scaring me a little bit with the weather update for today. I just was hoping we'd keep it, keep it warm. She but, was. Yeah. But maybe tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And that's all we have time for on today's From Where We Are. The show was produced by Guilherme Guerrero, Spencer Klein, and Issa Johnson. Thank you again to Derek Renfro, who composed our theme music, Spencer Klein directed, Tony Fajado is our live stream manager, and thank you to our technical director, Sebastian Grubaugh, you literally saved us today, our digital producer, Graham Clark, and our coach, Tina Rubio. Be sure to check us out on YouTube at Annenberg Radio News and on Spotify. From all of us at Annenberg Radio, wherever you are, we hope you'll join us again for From Where We Are. And Danny on the boards. Yeah.